Welcome to the Learning Curve podcast where Prithik and Arvind share with you everything that they've learned so far about technology, startups and remote life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Learning Curve podcast. The world is not in a great position now. Tech people like developers are being affected. We are losing jobs. Mass layoffs are happening. First signs of big signs of recessions we can see now, which is affecting tech workers, developers, and of course everyone else too. But today we are going to focus on how it is affecting us. And so we have a very special guest with us, our first in-person guest, Zubair Ahmed. Zubair is going to tell us about what you can do to navigate this scenario that we are in. What has he learned over the years of working in remote companies, also switching from mechanical engineering to computer science. So let's dive in. I'm your host, Pratik Basu. And I'm your other host, Arvind. And with us, we have Zubair. Zubair, tell us about yourself. How's life going? What are you up to these, these days? And a basic intro. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be on this podcast. Thank you, Arvind. Thank you, Pratik. Uh, my name is Zubair. Uh, I'm from Hyderabad. I currently work as a software engineer at Mattermost. And um, I'm currently working on performance issues in Mattermost. Uh, I'm, I belong to a team called Web Platform Team, where we oversee the architecture, the performance aspect of the app. Uh, so yeah, uh, my role is a little bit of front of backend. So you don't actually see me <laughs> <laughs> making new features and all that. So yeah, uh, yeah I uh, I'm glad I'm at that team, and you know I hope uh, I can contribute more to that. So how are small companies doing Zubair at this time? What What is the company size of Mattermost? Uh, we are 60 people in R&D and total company size would be around 150. So uh, as per the product, which we, and, and by guessing by the number of customers we have, we ha- we are at right now at adequate stage. Uh, so we, we probably need more people to, you know, uh, go ahead with what plans we have in upcoming four years. But I think right now we are of the correct size. We're not understaffed or overstaffed. So is Mattermost hiring now at this moment or are you guys scaling down because, you know, of the looming recession? Uh, we are definitely not scaling down uh, and we are scaling up. Uh, we, are, we still have a lot of open positions. Uh, you might check our career pages. We have openings. We are also hiring in India and also other countries. So the hiring is going strong. It's not dying out or anything in smaller companies. Um, at least the hiring is still going on, but at not at that pace, which was after post-COVID. Like post-COVID, a lot of companies were hiring aggressively. And now at least the hiring have stabilized a bit where uh, because the market had matured and then there is global recession and economies are going down. So, uh, but still we, we would need still software products. So uh, peop- uh, the companies are leveling themselves to you know understand the cur- ec- next economic situation better. So I would say it's not a f- complete freeze. It, it, it slowed down a bit, yes. And. Uh I also would like to thank you for referring my brother to Matamos. Uh, although he didn't get in, what I wanted to know from you is, is our company is mostly looking for experienced professionals. Like There are many people out there who are just fresh out of college. They might have built some beautiful side projects, but they are looking for a job. So is the bar for entry gone up significantly now? Um, I think the bar was already way up for anyone starting uh, as a developer in ITs. 
so uh, the only way to get over the bar is the same which was four years back so you have to have your own uh, personal projects built uh, and then have your side projects have something contribute to open source which will make you stand out from the rest of the crowd and uh, i think it still works uh, I don't I don't see any other way. <laughs> I think you have you had a great transition from becoming a mechanical engineer first and then transitioning into computer science. So I cannot tell you that experience because I came from a computer science background in engineering and I directly found a job out of college. So it was not a very big hassle for me to uh, go on from there and then transition into remote. But you had a different journey. Can you give us some uh, takeaways or uh, explain your journey to us? Uh, yeah, sure, definitely. So, um, I mean, back in the college, I knew I had to do something with computers, but the faith was that I was in mechanical engineering. <laughs> and I realized after I got into fourth year, and then, uh, and then I didn't want to go to industry to work. Uh, I thought the physical physically going to an industry and working as a mechanic engineer would be would not be my cup of the tea and uh, so i the only choice which i had was being in design uh, which was completely in computers uh, but then after going uh, after being as a mechanical design engineer i realized um, i can still do computers and <laughs> uh, and not be not go to an office setup and then uh, slowly in that duration i actually i met few people at t hub uh, then I realized, you know, there's a lot of potential, uh, a lot of, lot of interesting things happening in IT and computer science. Then that's that's when my interest started, you know, growing. Uh, so usually, at, after coming back to the office, I used to look at what what exactly this HTML thing. <laughs> so free code camp and uh, all that. Uh, and I, I think after six months, uh, after one and a half year. So after that, six months is when I've. I made my mind, you know, that's it. I'm. This is what I want to do. Go ahead. I, I told looking, my looking <laughs> at the HTML tags, you realized <laughs> I want to do this full time. Then, <laughs> uh, then I, I told my boss, like, you know, I want to go into this direction, and uh, he encouraged me. He didn't like, you know, he didn't he didn't stop me or something. He encouraged me, and he, he was kind enough to do that. So I quit my job. I sat at home. I started. Uh, meeting people, Kapil, uh, Ramna and all that. And I started to know, understand what exactly I have to go. I was very confused as many people who, st who start out with. And slowly I, I got there. So yeah, I'm here I am. <laughs> so there is this uh, code community that was really helpful for you in the starting stages, like the Codeplex that we had in Hyderabad. So I think a good takeaway here is that People, I mean, after pandemic, I don't know how much it is possible to find a local coding community, be a part of it, learn together, or teach people what you already know. Because uh, I've known Zubair from like four or five years now, and at early, st early stages of both of us, both of our early stages, we used to contribute to uh, React guides, uh, teach people React, learn from the talks that happen. Uh, in 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 the coding community and all that, so I think finding a a good community, or if it is missing, forming a good coding community, uh, like pulling in a, a few friends of yours, meeting every Sunday. Sunday afternoon is the 
most free time that anyone can get i mean most free that anyone can be so at that point maybe you get on a zoom call for an hour discuss about what you have learned through the week or anything like that and sharing knowledge about the projects the side projects that you're building or if you are experienced then uh, the things that you are handling at the job so that the other members can get benefited from i think that's a very good way to start out yeah i think support system early on is really important uh, having a good support system with with like minded people who are you know at the same level as you are uh, uh, that really helps boost a confidence and also guides you so yeah i would say that really helped me early on for me personally so so both you and arvind you were part of codeplex and that has helped your career in a big way is it how how has it helped you in in a particular way like you have created guys you have enabled the com- community that i hear from arvind now but apart from that how has the community helped you in your career uh so first is uh, i i thought uh, i always say ki you are kind of lost when you actually go into a completely new domain and then you feel you see other people lost <laughs> so it kind of gives you hope ki not not even not everything is lost <laughs> uh but then yeah uh, you you do, you do meet lot of uh, people who are in the into the industry and uh, they kind of guides you how do you want to go ahead with you know whatever your domain you're choosing and then second thing is uh, helping others i mean early on even uh, arvind uh, we 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 didn't had that much of the domain knowledge but we still wanted to teach people that that kind of worked for us because uh, it strengthened the core of the technology and uh, and then third part is networking that's that's really important uh, in computer science being able to know people or reach out to people to you know uh, to understand the problem or to so, to have a solution of the problem uh, being in a community develops that networking skills for you being able being just be able to go to anyone and ask for help that's not that's not expected from a college student but as being a developer you need to do that so those are the aspects which community helped me a lot with Uh, to be specific did it help you find a job um not directly not not directly find a job but uh, yeah to get to a job yes it did so it enabled you to get the skills needed to get the job yes okay i have known a few cases where people come to the events in search to hire a few people because the other day i was at this uh, event which was based on notion and i found i had a person who was looking for data science engineers but he didn't know that was a no code notion event so he came there he thought he would find a lot of tech enthusiasts then i told him there is this uh, google's uh, dev day coming up in december and he might find people there so there are a lot of people with their own startups and uh, people who are responsible for hiring people in the company they come out to these events may, may not be to the uh your community's code days or something like that but if if there are events happening which are technical then there might be people who are coming to hire or even like get you a referral to join their own companies something like that when it comes to events i could probably give a lot of advice maybe we have talked about that but now post pandemic i feel like pandemic is kind of over now but post pandemic the world has changed and but now we are seeing events kicking in again so the same things like going to the events talking to people that really helps that's what we should do 
Brithik, tell us your story about how you went to Berlin and found your first job. <laughs> not just Berlin, like I did not find jobs, but I found clients. So in Hyderabad also, there was this company called Thanosis. They did cancer research. And from, from when I was a kid, I was crazy interested in science, but I was, you know, never into or smart enough to go into bio or something. You know, like these guys are doing cancer research. They are like seeing genes, DNA and all that. And I'm, I'm like, okay, not my thing. <laughs> but I'm very happy to be around these people. So I went to an event. I talked about this technology called CRISPR, where you can alter DNA, you can slice DNA, DNA up and stuff. So I spoke to it with a doctor and who was specializing in this. And I, I didn't know how stupid I was sounding because now this guy is an expert and does it for his day job. Uh, somehow that clicked and he offered me like, you know, why don't you come and work for us? So I worked with them as a consultant and a contractor. So that helped. And even in Berlin, I just went to a meetup. I offered help when it. It, this was like 2014, 2015, I think, when Ionic was new. And yeah, I suggested like, you want an app, you have a website, why not create an app? Because you want to deploy this to factories and you don't want a browser to be there and, you know, tabs to be switched accidentally where you don't have control. So I suggested that just out of, you know, because I'm curious about tech and the founder really liked it and she said you know she wanted more ideas from me so i think the best thing i can tell you guys is offer things for free because you're passionate about it if you see a problem just tell okay i think this is the solution and i think that really helps so Zubair, right now in this current scenario what is a lesson that you draw from like how do you go about finding jobs? Have you been in situations where you are in between jobs? Have you? Yes, I, I was I was there. So how, how was that situation? Like if you can go back in time and how, how, how would you process? Is there a method to it? Because your days are free, right? It's yeah. not, you're not in job. You don't have a manager. Yeah. You are self-driven then. So how, how does it go? How do you manage those days? Could you tell our audience that or give some advice in that regard? Uh, so yes, I was in and out of jobs, uh, I think in pandemic, uh, yeah, I, that, that point of time, uh, I mean, uh, being at that point is different from being, uh, fresher, I would say, uh, because now you have few, few experience under your belt, but still not, you're not able to find job. <laughs> uh, at that point, uh, it, uh, what really helped me was, uh, trying to, uh, summarize what I've done in my previous jobs and bring out real value of what I've done. Not not just by saying yeah, I have built this feature. No, I mean, I would iterate that I built this feature which improved the app performance by so and so factors. This is what the value is. And so uh, so being a, being a fresher, you would just list down all your portfolio projects. But, but after a certain point of time, you can't just do that. So what you have to do is tell the potential employee I did this and this was the value output for it. And that actually helped me get get my new job. So to clear this up, this is this section is for people who already have had jobs yes. and have lost or are looking for new jobs. Yes. So your suggestion is to just highlight your biggest skills and what you brought to the table yeah. specifically in numbers or maybe yes. you know, the best way you yeah, can. Yeah, the best way you can do. Yeah, uh, because that's what uh, you... That's what is expected from experienced developer. What when did you start you your blog? <laughs> blog is not active. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
but I think it's. But it's was it during those periods or mm. no? It was from no, the it beginning. Was, it on. was. Yeah, it was a little bit before that. Because nowadays, blo- having a blog is kind of a prerequisite. Yeah. But five years before, it was not. Oh. <laughs> not everyone had a blog, and yeah. people still thought more traditionally when it came to finding jobs. Yes. Yes. So, but you have had a blog from then itself, is it? Yeah. Or yes. is it a new? Uh, thing? No, I new had my blog from the first company I joined. Okay. Uh, the idea was simple. I just wanted to store the solutions, which were very specific to that problem which I face in that company. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just write write up write that up in the GitHub uh, issue and then put that as a blog. Uh, it didn't do go that far. <laughs> so basically, when you quit the company, your friends or colleagues were very happy. You have this <laughs> blog now, is it? Uh, yeah, it kind of. Uh, it was not for everyone. It was for me. You know, I did. I I went back and then solved the particular problem. Uh, so yeah, and then might there might be someone else who might face the same problem. So I think that's the basic uh, ideology that you should have when you are. Uh, as a knowledge workers we have we find a lot of problems and we go to google to find solutions for that problems and sometimes you don't find them and you spend more time uh, finding that solution for yourself and then when you blog or put it up on the internet you're like doing a great help for other people who might have the same problem right so i think that's the core of uh, technical blogging is what i yeah yeah definitely definitely on on to that point uh, yeah so as bithik was saying blog blogging also helps you put yourself out there uh, people because it's better f- for people to know you before you actually come and talk to you so so by just researching a potential candidate online what he has written what the past is so the employer already has a history of him and what he has done and then actually speaking to a candidate it 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 makes a good deal basically it's like you have solved problems you have written about those problems ideally if that was in blockchain where employees <laughs> could verify <laughs> arvind you have a blog you have a habit of posting you have made a habit of posting newsletters and things in your life what you're learning how is that going for you and i know you got your job you know it was a factor having a blog can you like i think it's important tell 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 us more about it So when I was interviewing for my current role at Paper Pile I was a very junior developer I was 6 months out of college so which is considered to have no experience so and having a blog was a factor for me because uh, the interviewer he mentioned this point that you are you seem to have a blog so you are like technically well known or you are technically up to date with the things that happening that are happening in javascript ecosystem because he read my blogs he read my code on github uh, i had learned react to build my website that was the basic motivational factor because at my previous job we were not using javascript we were using java so i wanted to learn react and build my website on it that was the major uh, reason and then while i was doing it i built my website wrote a few posts uh, put them up and which in turn helped me in getting a job and also while on the job uh two three years down the line a funny thing happened where i faced something in the job i had to build some hooks to uh preserve data or something like that and then i wrote a blog post about it and then uh, funnily another person from my company he was working on a similar problem he googled it and my blog post came up 
<laughs> and then he directly texted me saying he you seem to have some knowledge about this can you help me i'm facing this issue so when when in a remote team uh, it's actually good to have everything documented in a knowledge base that the team shares but you don't you don't know what might help someone in the team so it's good to put it up in a blog so that everyone can be uh, can find help from it and when it comes to referrals have you guys found jobs because someone referred you not yet <laughs> not yet arvin not yet but i think uh, having a network of your own and for example if i want to go microsoft i know people there even if i am not technically capable of working at microsoft <laughs> i at least <laughs> <laughs> even if i was not <laughs> uh, i at least know a few people who who can refer me and i can get me a, at least one round of interview so a network is a very good thing to have and referrals is the way uh, which is very um, i mean which works a lot in the tech industry so after your first job everything works majorly through a referral i mean a lot you can also apply for job listings and go but a referral is a short short way of landing that first interview and i would like to mention freelancing a bit i've done quite a bit of that or people who are starting their own businesses what you guys can do is join a co-working space if you know uh, your area or the pandemic permits you now find friends because there are many people who have projects who can't do them because they have lot more projects so they will kind of refer it to you so i got a very big branding project because i was in a co-working space so that really helped start filled with love because we got our first branding client and unless you have a client you don't really have a company so yeah do that go to ev- uh, meetups go to events join a co-working space because there are lots of events happening in a co-working space so i think that that is a good way to for freelancers to find more clients yeah, even if they are not happening uh, networking really helps as arun was saying yeah getting to know people understand what they are building they might not have you but then they might know someone else who is so yeah as the layoffs are happening now the world is also opening up so all the ways in which we used to find jobs before are there just a reminder because sometimes we don't think that because you know 2 3 years of the pandemic is like oh we forget the old ways but do reach out to your friends do you know go to events do these things and yeah i i think you'll find job and i won't say no time but at least in 3 4 months in order to find a job i think it's not enough to be well knowledge it's also uh, required that you are found you are seen so this is i'm quoting this directly from this book called uh, show your work by austin kleon so it's a beautiful book where he talks about uh, working with your garage doors open which means sharing whatever you are uh, working on even if it's not a final product when you share this intermediate packets people who read them see you as an expert in some domain in that domain that you are sharing and that in turn uh, kicks out this flywheel of opportunities where uh, your network or people known to your network would reach out to you for work uh, but i did i do say that i did find one job uh, on twitter just because of some tweets which i posted uh, which are related to tech so yeah that again that wouldn't have been possible without which, that which job uh, tell us more about uh, that so uh, the, there was a company called archimedes uh, mm-hmm. they were into software consulting 
and I I was uh, at that time I was just tweeting a bit and so somehow they found my tweets interesting and they're like you know why don't you give a, give a shot so did you join them or yeah I did join them yeah. you did join yeah. them yeah. awesome so you <laughs> actually so you're the first person I know in person <laughs> who, who has found a job through Twitter so this yeah. is a great way to go about it also and you were not actively looking right you were just I was not active what looking. was the post about was it something technical or it useful? was a software engineering role uh, it was uh, it no was but the tweet was it was it technical yeah, or what it was, was it was I, I don't know it's very yeah, old it's but been it, a while yeah uh, but I usually don't post anything personal on my Twitter handle it's usually the technical side so yeah okay. it must be something technical so they liked it they approached you you yeah. got the job yes wow yeah. that's i mean the interview thing happened in between yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how did that work out like they kind of mentioned that tweet and was that the reason they, yes, they mentioned uh, uh, they mentioned the deed uh, saying that uh, we found this tweet interesting uh, it seems that you have something some kind of knowledge about that would you you know like to interview with us so th that was the start to find a job, you also need a mentor. You need some guidance like Zubair and Arvind had a community, Codaplex and Hyderabad, where they were able to find like-minded people. And let's talk about how having a mentor helped you. Zubair, did you have a mentor and how has that helped you, FPS? Uh, yes, I did have a mentor and I did approach him for whatever problems I had faced early on. And so having a mentor is, again, a really big boost to your self-confidence um, and I would say having community is a really good thing but having a specific person that you, you can always reach out to with which is really helpful and uh, because they 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 know the ins and outs of the industry they can help you understand what's going on they might even declutter your thoughts saying no this you're going way off rails here like this is bullshit don't <laughs> think about that i know better you know do this you'll be on the right track you won't waste hours or months of yes. time that i waste or something like that something right? like that and yeah. uh, they give you a mind they give you mind frame framework to work on uh, which you really don't have early on. Uh, they say, they say, they might say, hey, do this, do this, and then you know you can go ahead from point B. Uh, finding that framework on your own again takes time, uh, but having a framework presented to you, it's it's it's, it's really good. I, I can say this about my brother. So my br brother Ritik, he is being mentored by Arvin. Oh yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I I see it. You know, like he has saved <coughs> countless months or even years. Because Arvind shared all his wisdom that he has, you know, acquired over the years. So my brother did not have to jump through the hoops of like, okay, which framework to choose, which language to learn and things like that. He always chose the best thanks to Arvind. So I think having a mentor helps a lot, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. In that, how do you go about finding a mentor? So for my brother, it was easy because Arvind is my friend. So I'm like, Arvind, they clear his cup. <laughs> so that was easy to do but how, how did you find your mentor uh, again uh, it was through friends and friends uh, it wasn't something official <laughs> it was an unknown person it on the internet no it's not, not the unknown person on the internet uh, but you can still do that you can still reach out to people on internet Definitely. Say, okay, yeah. but usually those uh, usually there are paid mentorships because if you don't know people around then you have to pay and when you're that. a student you don't have a lot of money yeah, to get a paid <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any money yeah <laughs> So, but it usually helps if uh, if in you would look within your own network, and mm -hmm. or maybe expand your network to help a bit. 
did you tell anyone that you're looking for a mentor or you're looking for guidance and how did that work out if you can you know go back in time and think about not, it not not exactly those words but i did i did reach out saying uh, i am at this level you know i want to reach i look i look up to you i look up to you i look up to your work and i really admire what you're doing uh, okay. can you share few points so that i can get started with that's i think that can be asking for genuine advice yes, yeah. from someone you admire yeah being vulnerable i mean being vulnerable mm. and asking that you are in this position acknowledging that and then approaching the person ki you know i want i want to be uh, i want i want to see myself some someone like you or after few years yeah yeah so it's quite easy to you know introduce a mentor to your friend or you know to your brother or someone so i would also like to say that if you have a friend who is looking for a job the best thing you can do for your friend is mentor him like you might not have the skills to mentor him if not if you don't have them then definitely find him a mentor or connect him or her with a friend who is good at that and that will save them a lot of time also it will give some sense to uncertainty because life becomes a lot more certain when you have a mentor who guides you through the steps okay do this do this do that you know change this on your website you have it's more like an accountability coach, coach and i think arvind you have done that with my brother you have kind of not just taught him the ropes of web development but you have kind of motivated him enough that he wants to learn on his own basically when i uh, actually first talked to rithik your brother he felt like a version of me 4 years ago so he was very curious to learn things and build stuff so it was very easy for me to mentor him and uh, just guide him in the right path so he had the velocity already i just uh, had to like show him the right direction so he could use that, that velocity and go there so and and i think finding mentors you can do that through twitter as well so if there is someone that uh, that you look up to a lot you can dm them uh, if their dms are open or you can co tweet them saying uh, maybe not reach out to them uh, uh, saying that you want a mentor but ask for genuine help where for 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 some specific problems or anything like that and then you can talk to them and become a mentee without even mentioning that you are he is a mentor or they are a mentor or anything like that because a lot of people shy away from being a mentor men- being a mentor because they think they are not there yet because i myself have not thought that i could mentor someone and help them and a lot of people shy away from that word but they can help anyone can help you so you can just get help from the people that you look up to and i'd suggest not uh, seeking help from people who are experts already and they don't they have like a lot of following and they keep getting dms like that for example if you message can see dots you might not look at your uh, dm so i'd say choose people uh, that are a few steps ahead of you and then reach out to them asking them for genuine help uh, to be specific choose people who have less than 1000 followers <laughs> on twitter they have the time to mentor and they are more willing to do it yeah. they are not running around fame <laughs> because they don't have that following yet arvind will have a thousand followers soon so you might not be able to have him as a mentor i have now 1011 followers <laughs> so i'm out of the league am i so the timing for my brother was perfect right you were some 999 or something and yeah that, that is great yeah so this is a wrap 
and i hope you guys learned about everything we spoke about all the different ways in which you can find a job thank you so much zubair for entertaining us <laughs> you know with all your ideas and really it was fun it didn't feel like a interview or something we also got to know more about arvind and talk in general about our experiences so it, it felt more like a conversation thank you so much for that it was really good revisiting all the old uh, i mean we met 4 years back and revisiting all those memories and the things that we used to do when we were beginners it was very fun talking to you looking forward to do more uh, in person interviews and all that <laughs> yeah thank uh, thank you again so much for having me on this podcast uh, uh, yeah i think i was i mean i was one of the few early listeners of the podcast when it came out i think how many years 3 years two i guess two years like it was before pandemic before right before pandemic, you know, before yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. three years two and a half yeah three years. so yeah um and i'm i'm on the podcast so yeah. i'm really honored to be here <laughs> thank you so much for being a listener and thank you so much for being a genuine helpful person so this is how i connected with you right you posted about matamost is hiring and suddenly i saw oh zubair is following me i follow him but i don't know him <laughs> i have no idea who he is now i have and and thanks to the podcast i got this opportunity to talk to you i think anyone who who is jobless start a podcast <laughs> you need a mic and you don't even need a good mic you could just start off like how we started you know we did not have good backgrounds or good cameras or anything we just put i remember putting just a bed sheet behind me so that you know <laughs> the background was hidden i am arvind uh, speaking in car in few yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we started it's all about having the motivation to talk and podcast gives you the key to talk to whoever you want to talk to mm-hmm. now zubair i couldn't have just said hey you know i want to meet you at ikea and talk to you like that would be that would not be so comfortable <laughs> as how it is now yeah. so everyone wants to be heard everyone has learned lessons so by having a podcast you're also helping people share their lessons with the world so this is also an option podcasting is your free ticket to get a mentor you can uh, start a podcast a small podcast and reach out to people on twitter saying asking them to join for a 10 minute episode and get their knowledge get their views or and maybe even talk to them for hours by mentioning 10 minutes yeah that's what uh, so message someone saying would you like to join me for a 10 minute podcast and you will see a lot of less lot of people saying yes to it no one would say no to a we we have an experience where we asked a complete stranger like i had no connection with him like here at least arvin knows you you know our podcast but uh we interviewed the cto of carewinds a us based healthcare tech startup and i just saw the street of daniel limfield and i really liked it and i asked do you want to talk about conflict free replicated data types it for me it was a very technical topic but i got to learn that right to be in a position where something is very difficult for me and challenging for me and yet i'm able to talk to someone and interview someone and talk to cto of a company i think this podcast gives me that opportunity and if you start one it's going to give you too so we highly encourage everyone to have their own podcast because it's a free ticket to talk to anyone you want so thank you so much for listening thank you zubay for joining us thank you arvind as always this was fun we had a really nice table tennis match before we came here so <laughs> life's going good guys i hope you guys are doing well too cheers and have a good one bye bye thank you everyone